0: Today on the Allon Exchange, we're going to talk about the number one reason many people do not plan when it comes to their finances. That and much more on today's show.
1: And now, now, now. the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with two of my favorite people in the world, Brittany Hagee and Jay mm-hmm. Hagee, who lead the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. You can head over to Allon Planning, that's A-L-L-O-N, planning.com, or pick up the phone and call 800 800- Nine seven one four five four nine. 971 4549 that's 800-971-4549 for all of your financial planning needs, whether it's legacy and income planning, social security maximization, tax-efficient investment strategies, retirement planning, they do it all at Alon Planning Partners, and they can assist you Again, that's 800 971 4549 Brittany Jay, how was your holiday weekend?
2: It was great. We uh got a lot of things accomplished that we were putting off for a while. So it's always good to have great. a three-day weekend and get that done. But we we got a lot accomplished this weekend. We did a lot of uh, spring cleaning that we've been waiting on. It's almost yeah. summer, right? But we're uh, in the spring cleaning mode. And
0: Well, yes. summer is here. It's, yeah. it's official. Well, I guess technically, technically not much. not yeah. when you look at the, the true seasonal calendar, but it feels like summer. School's out all around, uh, you know, everywhere and it schedules are different. Things yep. are looking Things different are changing. for a lot of people. And, you know, that really kind of gets us into the conversation we want to have today is we did just that this weekend we did some work in our garage gave some parts of our home attention that that had been put off some things that needed to be taken care of we have this area underneath our porch in our backyard where we kind of just collect things like some kids bikes and scooters and old beach umbrellas and you know thing bats balls outdoor toys things that just needed a good cleaning out and getting rid of the things that the kids don't use or that our family doesn't, uh, you know, utilize anymore. And so we did that. We took some time to to do all of that. And, you know, after we did it, we had felt so great. We're thinking, man, this is this garage. It's actually nice. Like, I don't mind to be in here. Our gym's in there. And so we're like, man, we can actually work out and enjoy the space. And it's not chaotic. And I was thinking, why did we wait so long to, to take care of that? And there are a lot of good reasons. Weather has been really bad in our area. It's been really rainy and that's caused us to really put it off. Um, there's so much to do. I thought, man, this is such a mess. Where do I start? It's going to take so much time and energy and I just just don't want to. And sometimes
2: when you're at home, you just need a break, right? Like yes. we, we work really hard when uh-huh. we're working and um, we have kids that are, you know, be 13 and 11 and, and so they keep us running when we're not working. And so sometimes when you're at home, you just want to chill. And yeah. So, so
0: b- Bottom yeah. line, there's so many reasons and excuses as to why you don't just a do a job like that. Why you don't just dig in there and get it done. But we knew after we finished it, we're just like, man, we're so glad we got that done. It changed the whole environment. And what we really experienced in that space of our home where we live and we play outside and we're around that outdoor area, we're like, man, it. there's actually some peace and some Mm -hmm. order in this space instead of what used to be chaos. And now we don't mind to be here. (laughs) It's no longer a dread because it's organized and there's some structure around it. And I just began thinking how that is a major reason that people do not deal with their finances and actually work on financial planning the same thing procrastination is the number one killer of financial planning mm-hmm. because it's there's so many other things that can feel so much more important or more inviting mm-hmm. right things yes. that we want to do more but it's one of those things just like after we finish the garage you know when when it's done you just man i'm so glad i just took a couple hours and i did that i'm so glad i took the time just to get that done and to handle those things so there are uh, so many benefits to doing the work and that really far outweighs the burden of the task. And Mm -hmm. that's where we wanna begin today is talking through, uh, when it comes to financial planning, a lot of people don't know where to begin or it feels overwhelming, but the benefits of doing
1: the work far outweigh the burden of the task. Wow, it's so true. And it kind of brings me to the Michael Scott spring cleaning method of if you do your spring cleaning in the winter, you know what you have to do in the spring? Nothing. But (laughs) that is not the case when it comes to kind of preparing, whether it's your home or your financial plan. I mean, it is one of those things that you really can't put a price on the peace of mind that comes with having those really important pieces of the puzzle finished and behind you, right?
2: Absolutely, yeah, and a a lot of times, it's easy to put off things like retirement mm-hmm. planning, because it's so far in our mind, it feels like far. even if you're five years away, like still five, five years, years, right? Yeah. Like, even if you're in a red zone moment, like it's like, man, I'm going to retire in three to five years, you better be doing some planning. But especially if you're in your 40s, mm-hmm. you know, you're in your early 50s, you're you, you can always come up with an excuse because it feels so far away. It's overwhelming. It's not fun. It's not the funnest thing that we get to yeah. do all week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we get to like, oh, we get to dig into the budget, and make sure we're spending <laughs> appropriately, right? We get to make sure that our assets are appropriate uh, appropriately allocated. Things like this, but but it really does. It'll gnaw at you, and and you know, over time, you're not going to have peace. You're not going to be able to have peace about that area in your life because you haven't done the work to prep and make sure that you are prepared for uh the seasons that we're finding ourselves in where there's economic chaos in some parts um and there's ups and downs and peaks and valleys right and so you're you're gonna either fight uh the good fight now when you can prepare before or you're gonna get in the middle of the storm and be like oh man i should have known how to put my cell out (laughs) (laughs) or an anchor down or you know what i'm not prepared for what's what i'm being hit with
0: And don't just take our word for it. I mean, I know each one of you listening today have probably experienced that in your own life with some aspect of of your life. But I want to share some information specifically from people who have recently retired or or are well into retirement Mm -hmm. and things that they wish they would have done sooner. So these are from people who have been there, who are living it out and looking back and saying, if I could go back, here are some things that I would do a bit differently. This one, 69-year-old married woman said, start planning for retirement immediately. The younger, the better. I wish I would have started much sooner. Mm-hmm. Um and for her, that meant setting up an IRA and contributing to it regularly. Consistency is the key here. Being consistent. Just how we always talk about, I don't, you know, people say, I don't know where to begin. Just begin. Just open up an account. Mm-hmm. Start saving, right? Just put money away. Just begin how small it may seem. You're going to to build that and it's going to compound over time. So, just begin. The younger, the better. Another individual, this is a 70-year-old single woman um, who said, if I could go back to pre-retirement, I would plan more carefully by getting more education, taking a a course in retirement or going to a class that was offered um, and, and learn, become more educated on all the aspects of retirement and the financial issues that go along with it. So And that's a big one. And we try and offer those solutions by providing these educational opportunities through workshops, Mm -hmm. through what we're doing now with radio and TV, uh, the TV show, podcast, all of these methods to get information out to you so that you can be equipped and ready for that season. Uh, You know, that's that's a big one. Become more educated. Continue learning. Uh, That same woman also said they would have planned to continue to work part time and ease into retirement rather Mm -hmm. than just flip the switch real quick. Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, another individual, this is a 60, a 67 year old widower said that I would have sought out more information on preparing for retirement. Things like money management, the pros and cons of selling my house, how to live in a different location. Should I consider moving? Um, I would also travel to experience the good and the bad aspects of it, to know how expensive travel is, to know what to Mm -hmm. expect. Um, so that I know how I want to spend my time better in retirement. And that's something that a lot of people don't consider is how am I going to to spend my time? What's what's my day to day really going to look like when I get to that point? Mm-hmm. And this is great advice. We talked about this on a previous podcast, previous radio show. T- Test trial it, you know, go go and all the things you think you want to do in retirement,
2: give it a shot, take yeah. some
0: time off work. And if it's travel, travel, see how much it costs, see what you like doing, see what you don't like doing, Um, you know, and just begin you need to, know before you get to establish yeah. yeah, some of those those uh, routines and say, hey, do I like this? Do I not? Can I see myself doing this long term? You know, all of those things. So um, one more I'm going to add real quick, a 67 yeah. year old married man. Said that I would consider if I could go back, I would consider uh, a few things. One, the possibility of relocating after retirement. So, considering a relocation. Two, making sure I had health care and medical expenses covered, like a Medicare supplement or some kind of savings to prepare for those expenses. Um, And physical. Some kind of health maintenance measures mm-hmm. or uh, physical activities program to continue to stay active. Something to physically do, uh, you know. Thought things to think about, interests to pursue mm-hmm. after retirement. So kind of both of those hand in hand. Yeah, so,
2: I think that last one's real important. The the repurposing versus retirement. Yeah, is is like you know a lot of people get in retirement. And they have done well with budgeting. They've done well with making sure that they can financially make it in retirement, but they're like, man, I really wish I would have spent more time like thinking through what I'm going to do with all of my time. The
0: practical (laughs) elements of it. Because when you're
2: retired, you now have a lot more time on your hands. uh, And you, you need some interests and some hobbies and some ways to give back to society because you don't retire to die. You, you retire to repurpose, to, to live, you know? And so, that's what I think a lot of people should be considering through their working years, too, is water some things and start dreaming about some areas that you can uh, jump into and give you life after you no longer have to work for a paycheck.
0: Yeah, and these are the kinds of things we want to encourage you to think about, encourage you to consider. So we began the segment talking about not procrastinating, but taking the bull by the horns and just And digging in and doing the work because the benefits far outweigh the work that it Mm -hmm. takes to do them Uh, beginning there and then considering all of these questions that go into it. And if all these questions or these topics can seem overwhelming, that is where we come in to walk you through this process, to put these questions in front of you to ask you these as we're together, to get you to begin thinking along these lines financially, and then also practically what's this going to look like so that I can lay a plan to to reach those goals, to do those things that I I envision myself doing. That is what we want to offer today is we open up our phone lines to callers that Mm -hmm. uh, are interested in taking advantage of this. I mean, this is an opportunity to have somebody hold your hand and really walk you through this process. That is what we do day in and day out. Feel free to check out our website. You can schedule a complimentary consultation directly from there. It's com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Or you can call 1-800-971-4549. Either way, you can schedule your complimentary consultation and have us talk through these situations specifically with you and help get you to where you want to be.
1: Again, that number 800-971-4549. Also online, Allon Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. Jay, Brittany, we're going to take a short break, but we've got more coming up on the other side. Do you want to give us a sneak peek?
2: Absolutely. You know, a lot of times we talk about what is the right plan for each investor. We, we talk about that often with our clients. And really, we say the right plan is the one that you'll stick to. We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back.
1: Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis. In studio, the dynamic duo, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee, who lead the financial planning team at Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions at all about preparing for your financial future, preparing for retirement, Investment strategies, tax planning, social security maximization, they do it all and are kind enough to open up 10 appointments every week for listeners of the program to come in, sit down, and have a no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure plan created. All you have to do is be one of the first 10 callers, 800-971-4549 is the number. Again, that's 800 971 4549 You can also check out the website Alon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N-Planning.com and check out some of the amazing resources on the website. Jay and Brittany not only do the radio show, the podcast, they host workshops in the area, and they have YouTube shorts videos, a lot of different resources on the website at allonplanning.com and I imagine that this is a busy time of year for you guys considering some of the headlines about the market and the mm-hmm. volatility and concern and confusion mm-hmm. how does that play into creating that the right plan
2: Well, yeah, uh, you know, we talk about in the first segment there about procrastination and that being a killer. You just have to get started. Planning is something you just have to start walking out. Uh, If every day, you know, it's like, I really want to get healthier. I want to go. You just got to go to the gym. Like, Mm -hmm. you just have to get started. You have to take the first step. Um, and so that was the number one thing that, that hurdles that most people, that they, they can't get over. So we have to get people started. We all have to start our financial plan. But then once we develop a financial plan, what is the right plan? Because it's going to be different for everyone. Everyone's going to have different assets. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to have different desires and and different retire, retirement ages. And there's the list could go on and on and on. But what I will say is the right plan is the one that people will stick to, to stay invested. How do I make sure that the allocation models that I've put in place are going to keep me emotionally stable enough to stay invested? Um, And I believe uh, Brittany even has some statistics she's gonna go through about the markets, but it's ultimately about having the right plan in place to stay invested even in volatile times, so that you can hit the goals that you want.
0: Yeah, which we talk about that a lot, about how in order to benefit from the gains of the market, you have to be willing to settle in during the rocky times as well and not sell out of emotion um, or change your plan at the drop of a hat just because of fear, right? When you have a true plan, a well-crafted, balanced appropriate risk plan then you can stay steady through the ups and the downs because you know your plan is working for you not just that single investment right it's all these different components together so i wanted to share with you the historical odds of making mm-hmm. money in us markets cuz this was this was really interesting to me so if you invest just for one day this okay so this has to do with our conversation about buying and selling when to buy how long to hold all of that right so if you're holding any funds for a one-day period, your odds of actually making money are about 50-50, okay? If you hold uh, something for a year, your odds to make money are 68%, mm-hmm. okay? So 68% chance, that's that's quite a bit better if you're holding something for a year. Jump to 10-year periods, your, your uh, odd of making money goes up to 88%. And wow. then so far... If we look at a 20, mm-hmm. 20 year periods, any twenty year period in our in our past, when it comes to the U.S. markets, one hundred percent of those who stayed
1: invested for twenty year periods made, made something money. Yeah, were profitable. That's yeah. that's, that's pretty interesting. That so, is incredible. I had no idea it would be. I mean, that really goes pretty high. That, I mean, it, it. That's my that might is mind blowing to me because I definitely have been the emotional investor or, mm. you know, and thought, yeah. oh, well, this was a silly decision. And and then saw it Scott this the stock I pulled my money from just skyrocket right after that.
0: Yeah. And that's, and not that's a good what feeling. happens. No, it's it awful, so much. but yeah. that happens all the time is that there's this emotion attached to our money, which is pretty normal. But what happens is when we don't have a full plan in place, when we're just looking at a single investment or a single we account, make mistakes. we yeah. make mistakes so easily because it's hard to stomach, right? It's really difficult to stomach when your accounts are are going down, down. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, did I make the right decision? Did I make the right call? Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to determine that. We We get that.
2: Absolutely, and so the, the issue that I want most people to see here is that if you do not stay invested, your probability of making money shrinks. Yeah, <laughs>
0: drastically.
2: Drastically. Yeah. But staying invested, you know, you can end up making money even in the downtimes and uptimes. So I, there was a study done uh, of, of the market from 1992 to 2021. That's about 30 years in the market. And, uh, just for those of us who get emotional, which all of us are emotional with our money. And and if we start losing and say, Oh, just sell everything I have, I want to get out totally. Right. There was a study done that if you miss the best 30 days of the market, you are going to have 83% less in your account than Mm -hmm. what you would have had if you would have just remained and stayed invested.
0: Okay. So I want to make sure you heard what he said. He's talking about a 30 year period, right? 30 year period. He's only talking about missing 30 single days out of a 30-year period <laughs> and how much your, your benefit drops. Yes, well, well, let's just crazy. go to this.
2: I'll start off with the earlier, right? Because uh, let's just go forward. So the 10 best days, say you miss the 10 best days mm-hmm. out of 30 years. Your account will be 54% less than That's if half. you had stayed invested. That's Over half. Over half.
0: Because of 10 days. Wow, that you pulled no, out. That's,
2: that's just unreal to me. It like is. When you re look at that study and say, well, I, you know, I, I'm down and I've got to get out. I've got to get out. Well, if you sell at the wrong time and miss the best 10 days out of 30 years, you have 54% less in your account yeah. at the end of the time. Yeah. It's, it's astronomical. And what most folks don't know is that most of the best days historically in this account Uh, happened during a bear market or when we're experiencing volatility. 50% of the best days of the market happened in that 30-year period during a bear market, during while the market was down. Really? So if if you say, I'm going to sell while we're down, you're going to miss some of the best days the market has to offer, which is going to cost you dearly in the end, right? So we have to find a plan that doesn't mean that however you're allocated out there, you just stay with whatever you got. If you're 100% in one stock, you may be allocated wrong, right? But what we're talking about, if you create a plan, and you have a a plan that is working to hit your financial goals, and it's qualified, right, then you want to make sure that you stick with that plan. It doesn't mean that you don't ever pivot or make any changes at all, or you don't reallocate portions here or there. It just means you can't have an all in, all out attitude all the time because you're going to have to ride the ups and the downs of the market to get the benefit of reaching your financial goals.
1: I'm really shocked about that. I mean, it's crazy to me, but that's because I'm not obviously a professional about anything financial planning—that's what you guys do, and you love doing it sure. too. And you love seeing folks that you've worked with for years succeed and help coach them into not making those emotional
0: mm-hmm. knee-jerk
1: decisions, as we've talked about on shows in the past. And it—it's like you—you you say on the show, you sit on the same side of the table and link arms, and you—you you don't have to go it alone. You can do it all on the same page. And that's so Mm -hmm. valuable now more than ever.
2: Absolutely. Folks need to know that they are in the right plan for them. Uh, we all need to know that the advice we're following is the right plan for us. Mm-hmm. So we want to offer that as a guidance and a help. You do not, you do not have to be alone in this. You don't have to go alone and figure out the right plan by yourself. Utilize our expertise, utilize our experience to help walk you through what the right plan is for your situation. Sure. Some attributes, yeah. Some attributes for the right plan and knowing you have the right plan would be things like knowing that you are properly allocated Uh, and have the proper proper risk tolerance for the stage of life that you're in. You want to address all of these areas like paying down debt, living within your means, preparing for retirement, putting away enough for your future, yeah, uh, saving, saving, yeah, saving, saving enough, mm-hmm. preparing for unexpected situations and expenses. You want to make sure that you're planning for income, you know, at some point in retirement, you're going to need the funds and the savings that you've held onto in order to make it through to the next stage of retirement. So you need to make sure you have a good income plan. You need to make sure you're planning for taxes, not only now, but in the future, I don't know if you realize this, but tax rates probably will not stay the same, you know, in the next you don't say Tax rates are probably going to go up. So we need to have a plan for what are we going to do with a higher tax rate? You know, you just need a plan you can stick to, not only uh, technically, but emotionally. One that's not going to keep you on a roller coaster going up and down in, in this emotional roller coaster. But you need to know that you have all of these areas covered to know that it's the right plan for you. And that's what we help with.
1: And you do it so well. Every single week, you open up those slots on your calendar so folks from the program can come and sit down and see how your plan can be kind of put to work for you. And it's so important to have a plan. And if you need to have your plan reviewed, which it can never hurt to get another set of eyes, or in this case, Two sets of eyes to review your existing plan and point out if any fees or commissions that you're paying that might be too high that you didn't know about, or creating that budget, giving it a test run before you are in retirement or that repurposement. Uh, That we were talking about in the previous Mm -hmm, segment, it's something that the folks at Allon Planning Partners work so hard every day to do to help folks put together the right plan and not only the right plan, but the right plan for you that's customized to you and what you want and need and deserve in retirement and all you have to do to schedule that no cost no obligation, no pressure, sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon Planning Partners is pick up the phone and call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And just say, I want Jay and Brittany. And boom, you're in. You can also go (laughs) online to... Allon Planning, that's A L L O N planning.com, and set something up directly from the website. And Jay, Brittany, we're going to take a quick break. What's coming up on the other side? Coming
0: up next, we're gonna talk a bit about the flexibility that's required when it comes to our planning. Looking at our current economic cycles and uh, the needs and the goals of our lives in each different season that we face and how our plan must be flexible to adjust to those things.
1: on the Allon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in studio with Brittany and Jay, as I am every week. They have voices for radio and faces for TV. And if you don't believe me, (laughs) then you can catch them on their TV show on ABC Channel 9. Sundays at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. And in the Knoxville area on ABC as well, W-A-T-E, at 11.35 p.m. You can also check out the YouTube channel and website, Planning, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. And get in touch with them directly by calling 800 971 Four five four nine. That's eight hundred nine seven one forty-five forty nine for any and all questions about preparing for your financial future, preparing for retirement, and making sure that you have the right plan and the right plan for you. And that's kind of where we left off in the last segment.
0: Yeah, we were talking about the right plan for you. And part of where we want to continue on in this conversation is around ensuring that your plan is flexible, because, you know, when we begin preparing for retirement at 20, 30, 40, whatever age you actually set out and begin preparing, you've got 20, 30, sometimes even 40 years that you're actually preparing and saving and putting away for retirement think think how much changes within those years right your goals and your ambitions your drives your the things you want to do your likes your interests so much changes during that 20 30 40 decade time span mm-hmm. and so we've got to remember that when we're talking about our planning because you know our goals can and do change over time. But just as we talked about in the last segment, we need to stay invested in order to maximize those gains. So our, at the same time, our plan has to be flexible. So how do you really juggle right. that? Staying invested, but also having a flexible plan to be able to adjust based on the needs and changes of your goals, right? So, you know, really you, you could look at your investments within maybe 20 year increments. You know, for example, from ages 20 to 40 would be one. Ages 40 to 60 could be another. Ages 60 to 80 could be another. Mm-hmm. And give some space in there to to really make some changes. Now, that doesn't mean you make any don't make any changes in between there. There are things that arise that do require that, right? It just can minimize your potential for market return if you're making these constant changes. But Really, was we're talking about these goals that we we set? They're really easy to to determine and, and to envision. Hey, this is what I want to. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do in my career. This is what I want my family to look like, or this is the kind of lifestyle I want to have. But imagining a goal within the context of realistic life stresses that grow as we continue to pursue mm-hmm. those things is something totally different. Be very hard. So we had a conversation uh, this past week, Jay and I did, with another couple who is experiencing this thing right here. They're in the midst of a career Mm -hmm. that uh, is of extremely high stress and extremely high pay. So for them, when they began envisioning this, they thought, man, I can make a a healthy, really healthy income and I could have this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But they did not fully account for the stress that that comes along with that, that is required for the job. And now they're at this place where they're like, man, I've spent all this time, all this energy building this career. And I'm at the place now where I hate going to work. I hate my job. I hate what I do. I love the lifestyle it affords me. I love the life I get to live with my family because Mm -hmm. of it, but there's, it's just a drudgery and a stress and it's having physical, you know, impact. It's having an emotional impact, all of these negative impacts. So we have to create some space in our financials to Mm -hmm. allow us to pivot when things catch us by surprise. We just do, we have to create that and build that in because you can plan for, you know, known risks. Like, uh, there's some things you, you can think of that may happen. Things like I may, what if I lost my job? How would that impact my Mm -hmm. plan? What if another, what if another COVID like event happened? How would that impact my finances? What if I had some kind of medical emergency, or God forbid, a death of myself or my spouse? How would that impact our situation? You also have to consider the stress levels associated with certain careers, right? Yeah. To to afford the and is lifestyles. it sustainable? Is That's, it sustainable? Yeah. yeah, and to be able to pivot and adjust the plan when those things arise. So you have to plan for the known risk, which are some of those. Those are things that could happen. But you also this is where it gets kind of hard because you also have to plan for. The unknown risks Mm -hmm. because we talk about it all the time. You will get surprised by something when it comes to your life and finances and changes. Things come up that you're not expecting. You know, water heaters blow and cars break down, or you get in an accident, or there's always these things that occur. And so we have to plan not just for some of these things that could happen, but having to even plan for some of these unknowns. Now, obviously that can be a little complicated you can't pinpoint every scenario that's a potential right but there are ways that you can plan for an array of unexpected and really the, at the core of that you're building in margin you're building in margin in your budget margin in mm-hmm. your income margin in all that you have when it comes to your finances and that creates some space for 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 scenarios when they arise like this especially When we face like our current economic cycle and all that's going on with Mm -hmm. our debt ceiling and, you know, all that we're facing in the economy that could potentially really negatively impact the markets and investments.
2: Yeah. And so you have to have stability in a plan, like Brittany was saying, but there also comes a piece to where life is going to change life. The only thing that stays the same is everything changes, right? That's continually going to happen. Um, So you have to have enough fluidity within that plan in order to pivot. And so I think that's where a lot of people miss it. Either they say, well, we're not going to plan at all. Mm -hmm. uh, And we're just going to come as it comes to us. And we're going to figure this out as it goes. Or they say, we're going to plan so rigidly that we can never change. (laughs) Um, So you, the, the, The problem is you have to have both. Um, And so that's why the first thing we do when we're looking at at, at folks' uh, investment strategy is making sure that they are invested properly, which means they have a plan in place to get them to their goal the way it states currently with their current income, their current salaries, their current uh, debt loads, um, their current job the Mm -hmm. way that it is right now. But we also have to think about plan B. What if they lose their income? Do we have emergency funds set up that, for that? What if the markets get way volatile when they're really close to retirement? Have we pivoted uh, investment strategy and in making sure that they are properly allocated for the season of life that they're in? So you have to make sure that you stay fluid throughout. It's not like Brittany, Brittany said earlier, 20 year windows. Uh, it's, it's a really good way to look at it. Because the way that you're investing when you're 20 should not be the way you're invested when you're 60. That's right. With- Very rarely. Yeah. Now, for some people who have unlimited resources and have tons of yeah. money and can just leave it in one thing their whole life, never different. think about it. Well, it's yeah, you different. can do that. Sure. But for the normal folks like us, <laughs> that that we have uh, changing seasons in our life and things um, don't go 100% as planned all the time, you're going to have... Uh, things arise that you have to reallocate in your life, that you're going to be at 60, you're going to be having different uh tangible results than you did when you were 20. Yeah. I can take more risk at 20. I have more time on my side to make sure that that I hit my goals. But when I'm 60, and I want to start using this money at 65, I can't be taking the same risk I was taking at 20. Um, Right? Because can I survive a 40% uh, decline in my assets at 60 I would say no I, that's not the way I want to be prepared that's not the way I want to be positioned I want to be prepared for anything so we have to stay fluid I think that's the the biggest thing we want to bring up in this segment um, as we're going forward yeah
0: and that right there I- ensuring that how do I say this having having a gap between what you can technically endure I can technically endure 20 percent 30 percent loss maybe okay but you've also got to consider what can i emotionally endure what can i emotionally handle because it's one thing to see on a spreadsheet hey i can lose 20 or 30% and be okay now none of us want that but technically that may be what's true it's a whole different thing to
2: actually do it
0: to actually experience that and to feel that and to see the account decline and to wonder man Did I make the wrong call? And is this going to have a negative impact on my children Mm -hmm. and my grandchildren and what I'm, what I'm wanting to do? You know, it's, that's a whole other thing. And that is often really overlooked when we're talking about the right plan, when we're talking about risk, when we're talking about how we're allocated, it's really overlooked to consider how? What can I emotionally endure, not just technically endure, mm-hmm. financially endure, but what can I emotionally endure when it comes to this and making sure that your plan reflects that, right? Your, your plan has got to reflect that.
2: So you have to have a good plan. It has to be uh, comprehensive. And when we say comprehensive, that means more than just allocation strategy. So investment management and allocation strategy kind of the is number one, yes, right? The core. We have to make sure we're properly allocated to hit all the goals that you want to hit. But secondly, you have to have an income plan. How do and when do I start drawing these funds down? And will I know that I'm I going to be okay, basically? am yeah. I'm going to run out of money. We want to put an end to that debate for for each of our clients. Number, number three, you're gonna have to have a tax plan, a plan that understands that tax rates are going to fluctuate. You're going to have higher and lower tax rates throughout your retirement and knowing when and where to place your funds in order to pay Uncle Sam, uh, only his fair share, not any more, is very important. Then you have to have an estate plan. If you are disabled or you are deceased, do your funds get to those that you love or is the state figuring that out for you? You have to have that. And last but not least, you have to have a healthcare plan. And that includes Medicare that includes supplements that includes the healthcare that you're going to need as you continue through this journey of life. So we want to make sure we hit all five areas. And if you have any questions in any of those five areas, that's why we provide a comprehensive consultation to you and your family to sit down with us. It's completely, it's completely complimentary and we offer this to around 10 folks that call in every week. And so we allow you to call in and that's eight hundred nine seven one four five four nine, 4549 and create a, a time that we can sit down and we can figure out where are you in the spectrum of this financial journey and what goals should you be going after and how aggressively, like how should you be positioned right now? Do you have all five of these components covered that I've talked about today? And we want to make sure that you are covered uh, as a consumer and that you don't have to go and question, do I have a financial plan that I can stick with? But we want to answer those questions to where you know that the financial plan you have is the right plan for you.
1: Again, that number is 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. And online, Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Jay, Brittany, we're going to take our final break. But when we get back, you know what time it is. Q&A coming up. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions about preparing for your financial future, preparing for retirement, social security maximization, tax planning, Jay and Brittany and the team at Allon Planning Partners have you covered. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800 971 Four five four nine Again, that's 800-971-4549. And Brittany and Jay and the team at Allon will help you create that comprehensive and customized financial plan at no cost or obligation. You can also head over to Allon Planning. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule a time to sit down with the team directly from the website, and you guys are kind enough to dedicate an entire segment to questions every show. So without further ado, um, I guess we can just dive into some of the more common questions that we've heard this week.
2: Yeah, let's go for it.
1: First, I'm considering an annuity. How do I know if it's right for me and my situation?
2: Okay. Well, um, you know, I actually get that question a lot. Uh, Folks are considering different financial vehicles. And so not just annuities, but whether it's a CD or an ETF or a mutual fund um, or a private equity fund or a REIT or whatever it may be, you just want to understand that financial vehicle, because I think a lot of times that uh, financial vehicles have either gotten a good or a bad rap, depending on the specific product that people have gotten. And a lot of times it's because they don't fully understand the vehicle that they're in. So I would say before you pull the trigger, yes or no on any financial vehicle, but especially annuities, because they are, uh, you know, contracts that usually span a a pretty long period of time that you understand what that contract says, what it does for you and where it gets you ultimately to the financial goal that you have. So first off, I want to tell you that there are four types of annuities. There are immediate annuities, which uh, means that you give a lump sum of money to an insurance company and they right away, give you a guaranteed typically payout for life on that immediate uh, annuity. Uh, So if it's that, that is one stance. Um, There's also a fixed annuity that's basically, it's a contract with an insurance company that works kind of like a CD on a multi-year level. So you get a fixed interest rate on your money for a fixed number of years. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, the next two can be a little bit more detailed, and so I don't have time to go through every detail of these right now, but uh, the first one's a variable annuity. Uh, the variable annuity is actually invested in the market, and a lot of people don't understand this, but you can lose accumulation, so your dollar amount value in a variable annuity. So there are other sections of that annuity, like which is an income value that you can have guaranteed that you can have a certain amount that you'll never lose. But there are ways that you can lose accumulation value if you ever decide to get out of that annuity. So you need to understand how a variable annuity works. Then the last but not least, there's an indexed annuity, meaning that you are indexed to one indice, whether it's S and P 500, or whether it's a individualized index and you gain, if that uh, current indice gains on, on you get a percentage of, of that gain. If an index goes up or if it goes down, typically an index annuity uh, you do not get a gain that year, but if that index goes down, you stay even with your money. So there are, way many different ways that each four of these can work for you or against you if it's the wrong contract. So you want to make sure that you understand each four of those. And my, you know, 30 second overview of each one of those are not going to give you enough detail to know whether it's the right one for you. But what will is if you come and sit down with us and show us what you're looking at doing, and we'll give you our opinion, Uh, on whether you should be looking at this investment vehicle as a part of your solution or not. But ultimately, you want to know what each uh, financial vehicle, no matter what it is, does for you to get you to your ultimate financial goal.
0: And how that vehicle fits into the overall plan. It's not just looking at it in and of itself like a a silo, but you're looking at it much broader. How does this help me achieve where I want to be? How does this help me reach this goal? How does this fit into my overall financial plan? Making sure that it works with my plan and not against it. That's the key, whether it's any type of financial vehicle. Mm -hmm. You want it to work with your plan and not against it. But
2: understanding it is very important. And I will tell you, Uh, annuities are a little bit more uh, difficult to understand than like buying a common stock or having a CD. So you want to understand the contract and how it works for you.
1: Yeah. The number to call to get in touch with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon Planning Partners is 800-971-4549. The next question I'm at my wit's end with my current employer, and I'm not sure how long I can keep working for them. I'm 60 and was planning to retire in a couple of years anyway. Would it be foolish to just walk away now? And how do I know if I'll have enough money to be okay? Ooh, man, that
0: goes with that goes with our conversation we were having in an earlier segment, doesn't it, man, about having a flexible plan when something like this happens, when I get into a job that I really don't like, or when I get into a situation that I really didn't expect, how can my plan adjust or flex to fit that? And yeah, it sounds like that's something you need to consider. If you really are that miserable with your work, um, you need to, certainly consider options there, what that's what that looks like, maybe retiring a couple years early, or maybe switching careers, uh, and you know, doing something different, even part time for the next five, six, seven years, however long it is until you do want to retire something to definitely consider. And I know the big question is, how do I know if I have enough? That's what we hear all day, every day, how how much is enough? (laughs) And the answer to that really depends on your income, what, what, what's your lifestyle like? What are you, what is it, what is it taking for you to live the lifestyle that you have right now? And do you want to maintain that lifestyle in retirement? Do you want to downsize or do you want to maintain what you, what you have, the lifestyle you're living? And that will help you determine the income that's going to be required for that. And, uh, you know, there's so many different calculations that we could run to get you those figures but that's what you have to know before taking the next step. How much will I need to, to, to live off of? How do, what do I need to replace my income? What's that dollar amount? And how much do I have saved up? And then really determining how, how many years could I live with the income taking that that specific figure out over time and if you can't live for 20 30 35 years you may not have enough that's what you've got to really consider so we've we've got to take a look at the big picture but you certainly should be able to pivot you don't want to have to stay in an awful situation because of your income, you want to be able to, to flex on that. So if there's any possible way to make your finances work to allow you to do that, uh, then certainly, certainly want you to be able to do that. And we'll help you walk through that process. You know, again, that's why we're here. We'll sit down and look specifically at your situation and your, help you crunch those numbers and see what's possible, see what's not, or come up with an, you know, an alternate alternative solution to, to that problem, because that is what we do. Offer
1: creative solutions to your everyday financial problems to help you get to where you want to be. You can get in touch with Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon Planning Partners with any questions that you might have and take them up on that no cost, no obligation, comprehensive and customized plan or to review an existing plan, the number to do so is 800 971 455 nine. Again, that's 800-971-4549. We will be back next week for a new episode of the Alon Exchange. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you then.